everybody, and welcome to episode 244 of What a Beautiful Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And as always, I am your other host, Andy. Welcome back to Beautiful... <laughs> welcome back to What a Beautiful Podcast, the show on the internet where I don't know how to speak. How's it going, Jack? <laughs> it's going well, Andy. Uh, I think I, I want to talk about real quick at the top before we get into the juicy, juicy meat of this episode. Um, how's that expansion pack working for you? <laughs> What, the Switch thing? Yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, it's not horrible. Like, the N64 app, like, I mean, I'm still, all right, here's the thing. The yeah. biggest thing I'm impressed with that Switch stuff is how yeah. well those the apps work, how, like, seamless it all oh, is. Oh, how snappy it is and, yeah. like, the loading, the suspend points and everything? Yeah. yeah. And, like, those are, like, very, very well-made, like, emulation front ends. So, like, good on mm -hmm. them for that. And I actually think, especially the Genesis app, the the games they selected for the Genesis app are like is like excellent. Like it's just yeah. like nonstop bangers on the Genesis side. I was really surprised because no one's talking about that side, and I went in there. It's like oh, it's like Fantasy Star Four, Streets of Rage Two, um, that Castlevania Bloodlines, uh, the schmup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just like bangers after bangers on the Genesis app. The uh, N64 app is also pretty decent. It's just kind of lacking. I mean, like, Sin and Punishment is on there. That game yeah. rules. <laughs> I, I went to go play that, and my hands uh, had a conniption. <laughs> yeah, well, I think I actually was, like, wondering how that was going to work, and I'm pretty sure there's, like, some special control configuration built in for that game because I can... In, in other N64 games, the right stick is set to the C buttons. When I was playing mm -hmm. that game and not messing with any of the in-game options... I was able yeah. to move the character left and right with the D-pad and aim with the right stick. Yeah, I noticed that. And I was like, I, I, and you have to move like move side to side with yeah. the face buttons. Like, Oh, you move side, side to side with the D-pad. Oh, the, the D-pad? Oh. So yeah. All, okay. I, this, this was the confusion I was having. Because I've never played that game, and I played a little oh. bit of the, the, the Wii one. Yeah. Um... I guess that was just Sin and Punishment 2. I was like, what is this? And I, I picked it up, and, like, my hands kind of just, like, ugh. Well, the problem, because the problem with Sin and Punishment is that it's one of the few N64 games that actually made use of the fact that you can hold the N64 controller left hand on the D-pad and right hand over the analog stick. Oh, the opposite. Yeah, the opposite uh. way of holding it. So, like, that game was completely designed around that configuration. So okay. it does not translate well to modern controllers. That That's for damn sure. Interesting. We, I mean, we, it could translate well if the fucking thing let you remap the buttons. It doesn't, though. It it's doesn't like... let you remap the fucking buttons. And also, also, they did the thing <laughs> where they made A equal A and B equal B. And, you know, if you know what I'm talking about, you know that feels terrible on your finger. The, mm. pro the proper... Uh, translation of a two-button controller to a modern controller is that so you have your diamond, right? So your yeah. west button is B and your south button is A. Always. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, that's always how I've done it. West, because B, you, down, yeah. Because all of us learn how to use controllers off of, like, old platformers. I think that's, like, a pretty fair fairly universal thing for people of our age, like, pushing 30. We um, 
were uh, like some of our first experiences with video games where you hold B to run and you roll your thumb over to jump with A, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So now because of that, that's oh, the yeah. only way my finger wants to rest on the buttons. It wants to rest on B and then yeah. tap like then tap roll A backwards. with the inside of my knuckle, you know? Mm -hmm. And right. then with this, like <laughs> they kept the letters the same, but controllers have changed in almost 30 years. Yeah. And like, do you have the the N64 controller coming your way? Yeah, it's it's coming to me. Okay, cuz like I'm so curious cuz we got that too and it's like how will it just work? Like It should. I mean, 90% of the reason I bought it is that I want to use it on my PC. Yeah, cuz I'm sure Bluetooth uh Bluetooth N64 controller technology right now is sort of low effort. Well, especially not something that's made like officially by Nintendo with the original molds and everything, you know. Yeah, it's it's gorgeous looking. Mm -hmm. For such a um, weird piece of shit garbage <laughs> controller, but you know, yeah. <laughs> I, I wanted to bring that up because it's fresh in the mind, and like I was playing some of it the other night, and I was like, this this is pretty cool. There just needs to like. Of these eight games, one of them has to not be Dr. Mario and 64. Yeah, I mean, at the very least, like, they got Majora's Mask in the pipeline. They got Banjo-Kazooie. Although, I don't know why you'd ever want to play the N64 version of Banjo-Kazooie when, like, they made that those really dope... Rare replay, right? Yeah, the 360 slash rare replay versions that run at 60 FPS and look great. Like, oh, yeah, just what I want to do is emulate the N64 version running at, like, 20 FPS tops. <laughs> Lagging down to two, like, in the yeah. swamps. I guess if you really want to play it on a train. That's, yeah, I guess that's really the only reason. But, well, I guess the only other, unless you don't have access to an Xbox because Rare Replay isn't on fucking PC for some reason. Wait, really? Yeah. That sucks. But yeah, like I wanted to bring that up because it's such this weird cultural artifact. Like everyone was just looking at this thing hungry and it's out and it's kind of like, okay. Yeah, well, people are really pissed off about how much it costs. Like me, I have a family plan. So like, yeah, it costs me like maybe 10 bucks a year. <laughs> and even if I was paying 50 bucks a year, like. PlayStation Network and Xbox Live are, like, way more expensive, so... I, yeah, like, like we ended up paying 80 for it, so it feels a little worse. 80 for... What, you did 80 split between two people? Yeah, because it's two Switches. Oh, you have... Oh, but you got the family plan, but you yeah. only have two people to split it with, I see. Exactly. So yeah. it's like... We got, uh, like, a prorated thing. It's like, oh, subtract eight bucks off of this $80 thing. It's like, cool. And then the N64 games load up. It's like, all right, Kirby 64 is coming soon. I have to be strong. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Sin and Punishment is dope on there. Um, mm -hmm. They got Winback on there, which is a real weird choice because, like, Winback is one of those games that's more historically relevant than it is mm -hmm. actually any fun yeah, it's like it's a shooter on the N sixty four. It's which... like the very first ever cover shooter is its yeah. gimmick. Yeah, like I, any any I other future third person shooter with cover mechanics, mm -hmm. like kind of like ribs on win back a little bit. Sure, like it was the first, but it was by no means like the best at what. No, 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 no. So what else <sighs> did they have on that bitch? Um, uh, Yoshi's story. Yoshi Story, I, the best Yoshi game 
Everyone kiss my fucking ass. Man. I... The best Yoshi game. Biting my tongue. All the I... cryptic shit I had to do to get the white and black Yoshis. The fact, like, I booted up the first level. I was like, oh, I'm going to find all the, the hearts. No, you're not. <laughs> no, oh, I... what? You got two of them, but where the fuck's the third one? Yep, and I kept, like, going around in circles because the level just, like, warps you back to the start. And I was like... Yep. If I eat too many fruit, the level just ends, and I forgot about that. But you can just eat so much fruit at the start that you just move on to the next level, and it doesn't. Mm. Yep, and then you can't go back to the previous level for some reason until later on. It's... Yeah, I noticed that. Like that's that's a feature, not a bug. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, listen, it's a really weird ass game, man. Like, it's a two D collectathon platformer. That. that... I... It's very weird. <laughs> I'm going to play it. I'm going to finish it because it's like an hour long. Oh, yeah. It's but, like stupid easy. Yeah. Yeah. But it's and obviously like the style of that game has gone on to influence all of those weird Yoshi games like. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, because like Yoshi Story has like that whole like uh, made at like arts and crafts aesthetic like way before. Like in the first level, you could you the background is all like cardboard. Like you could see "Made in mm -hmm. Japan" written across the background. Like it's pretty yeah, cool. Stuff is stuff is taped together. The Yoshi's are sort of claymation. Like, mm -hmm. um, looking at that with more or less fresh eyes, like it's cool. I just hate how it's set up. Oh yeah, I mean it's not like an amazing game or anything. It was just the first Yoshi game I ever played. And I got really oh, into it back then. <laughs> yeah, same. Like I, I played to get the the white and black Yoshi's. Like, and then you die and they're gone. Mm-hmm. Yep. And sorry, just... thanks for playing, asshole. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Fucking. Ugh. They're they're yeah. basically just ornaments on the character select screen. <laughs> mm -hmm. You're never gonna pick them because then you then they die and then yep. well, <laughs> good luck. Um, well, yeah. So. There's N64 games on the Switch. Uh, I could tell you some better ways of enjoying these games, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are, in fact, other ways that you could enjoy these classic video games that don't involve uh, this kind of weird online gimmick, even though I think it's kind of neat, but I still yeah. think you could do better on your own. Uh, with a much larger library if you put some work into it. Yeah, and of course we're talking about buying the original system <laughs> and buying all the cartridges. Yeah, you buy the cartridges and then you buy a cartridge ripper and then you rip the ROMs <laughs> off the cartridge and then you install uh, third-party emulation software to play your illegally purchased ripped cartridges. And then you put all of that software on a tiny Raspberry Pi and you take it, <laughs> take it with you wherever you want to go. <laughs> or you could be a maniac like me and... <laughs> Put a little bit more money into it than a Raspberry Pi. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, have a home theater PC d like made to do this. Yeah, I went a little overboard with it, but it's basically like a passion, like oh, like yeah, archiving a... video games is I I is a hobby in and of itself for me mm -hmm. at this point. I enjoy for it. Sure, like you're. Without what you're doing, so many games would just be, like, random whispers. Like, was there this game that did this? Maybe. 
Oh, yeah. But, like, nobody would be like me and say, hey, have you ever played the Famicom Disk System version of the original Castlevania? It's got better music, and you can save your game. No, you didn't know that? <laughs> what about the Famicom cartridge version of Castlevania 3, which has better music than the English version because it had a special chip that wasn't compatible with the American NES? Did you know that? Also, it's easier. The Japanese version is easier for some reason. <laughs> Thanks, Andy. I never knew that. Let yeah, you never knew that. I, I, and you could. That's the beauty of it. You can come over and just fire it up. <laughs> the history museum that lives what in a chip, like <laughs> God, doing a God's twelve work. terabyte powered external hard drive. Oh, you need. Oh, <laughs> is that a my book over there? Yeah. <laughs> Lord. Well, enough they, uh, jerking off my own video game collection we got comics to read we uh, got special comics yeah to we read got special week. comics to read we've been putting this off but we are in fact going to be reading a new chapter of I, cool shock bt I and believe this. and now that i think about it jeff we probably should have checked which ep episode numbers that we covered the original cool shock bt to point people to them in case you um, do not know what cool shock slash magic boy bt is yeah, um, also, I want to feel real superior about ourselves real quick, because uh, we get to say, oh, go check our episodes from, like, two and a half years ago, where we read all of Cool Shock BT, <laughs> and other JoJo podcasts are just like, uh, well, there was this thing that Iraqi made, it was it was weird, it was like a, like a psychic little boy. Nope, we've um, been dumpster diving for years, goddammit, <laughs> where's my award? Where's my gatekeeping award? This. Oh, man, I'm going through our old uh, episode <laughs> thumbnails. <laughs> it's so, fun down here. While Jack's yeah. figuring this out, just a little bit primer if you don't feel like uh, going back and listening to the old episodes, uh, Cool Shock BT or Magic Boy BT, I don't really know which is the actual real title, but we're going with Cool Shock here, is mm -hmm. uh, a manga by Rocky, a short, maybe five or six chapter manga, Written mm -hmm. by Iraqi before JoJo came out. I think it was published in Shonen Jump. Yes. Yes, it was published in Shonen Jump. And it's about this uh, these elementary school kids. One of them is the biggest fucking shitbird. Uh, my IQ is huge assholes ever. And his name <laughs> is BT. He basically is a fucking con artist. And they get into some <laughs> very serious situations. Yeah. I think it's fair to say. Yeah, like, they uh, almost kill a kid. Mm -hmm. um, he fights the cops. Um, like, he is the world's biggest asshole, but he also, like, really cares about his friend and is not um, undeservedly mean, I guess is a good way to put that. Yeah, he's not, like, like you know, like genocidal or anything. He's just kind of an yeah. asshole. Yeah, he's just weird. <laughs> and now, um, thanks to uh, Nisio Isin and mm -hmm. po Posuka uh, Demizu. Yeah, you got it. The yep. um, the writer for the Monogatari books and the artist for Promised Neverland, among other things. Have brought uh, us a brand new one-shot follow-up called Cool Shock Old BT because it picks up decades and decades into the future 40 years 40 years and bt is a decrepit old man with the same shit-eating grin 
and is still a huge asshole, and it's a really, really fun one-shot, so we're very excited to take you all through it if you, uh... Episode 45. Episode 45? (laughs) What? We've got episode 45, uh, BT versus Andre the Giant. Uh, episode 46, BT's Final Trick. And then, uh, episode 50, The New Adventures of Hole and Boingo, I think has a, uh... A, a, like a chapter that we dug up of BT. It okay. might have, because there's a one shot and then there was a six chapter run. So this is technically part three of Cool Shock BT. Okay, so go check that out if you're interested. I shudder to know what we sounded like back then. Four years. Uh, I used the same mic, so. Uh, not, not so much the sound quality, more of like, what was our banter like? <laughs> oh, dude. I'm, I might go back there just to see but that's another that's for another nightmare yeah so anyway uh just go on yield google look up cool shock old bt and join us for this very special adventure so mm-hmm. we have narrator coon uh on this first page here where we see our friend old man bt sitting in a car lined with jojo references you want to point them all out for us jack how many yeah. of these jojo references can you can you point out uh, okay, from the top, we got uh, Cracker Volley. We got uh, Joey's bandana with the ring. Um, we've got the weird cat doll from the uh, taxi driver in part five. We've got mm-hmm. Giorno's ladybug. We got Redstone of Asia's here. We got the the arrow, steel ball, uh, Rockacaca, stone mask, uh, the Polaroid, um, the devil doll from part three. Uh... uh Come on, Jack. I, there's one more big one here. Come on, Jack. Come on. Wait, wait. Really? Fuck. Um, do you not? Do you not see it? I said the. I said rock cocker, right? Yeah, the, the steel ball. I said steel ball. Oh, you did. I'm oh. deaf. Never mind. <laughs> you're ne- fine, you're fine. Never mind. Yeah, we got the steel. We got something from like every part of JoJo. I think was the goal here. Yeah. Um, there's something from part four in here. I like easily. Um, but yeah, also the opening line is a reference to the opening line of part two. If you want to look at all the references, um, to anything that are in this chapter, the Jojo wiki has a page that is like long We're we'll talk about the ones we noticed, but it'll fuck up the flow of this too bad. So just like sit yeah. back, enjoy, take a look later. Basically, this is, uh, is that a, a motherfucking JoJo reference, the manga, so. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Which great. is so funny considering this, then considering BT came first. <laughs> yeah, and the idea of BT being a collector mm-hmm. of all things, like, uh, of the Stars, beautiful. Yep. <clears throat> so, Narrator-kun is here with... Yes. <clears throat> This old man is someone we're quite familiar with. Or rather, we're familiar with those eyes and the way he rubs his ear. Right, BT has a weird tick where he rubs his earlobes. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, Sanku from Dr. Stone, like his uh, verbal tics. Like, yeah. they, they, these guys always have a thing. Uh, do you want to be Koichi or do you want to be BT? Uh, I'll be Koichi. Okay. <sighs> How should I put this? In a previous volume, I I acquainted you with my best friend, B.T. Those are just his initials. I can't tell you his real name. 
but I've decided that a reintroduction is in order. Behold, the latest and greatest, a tale that once again reminds me of how horrifying BT could be. This, like, narration, like, fourth wall breaking narration is like a... It's almost like a Golden Age comic book, in a way. Yeah, yeah, it, it really is. And it's like, this is how Poker Under Arms started, too. Right, like, like, old, like old Superman comics, the narrator... Was, there was no the narrator was behind the fourth wall or, or in front of the fourth wall rather with you not mm. with superman oh like he would he would say like i wonder what's gonna happen on the next issue or superman's doing this or that that kind of thing you know it's like or that the guy huh. yeah anyway yeah. a tale that once again reminds me of how terrifying bt could be the eerie, freckled, old geezer incident. This will likely result in those involved taking their anger out on me, but I'm fully prepared to deal with them. This story will send chills down the spine of even the most wanted senior criminal of the century. A criminal with zero conscience or sense of guilt, a venomous tongue and de devilish calculations, an explosive tinderbox of social dynamite. Uh, and then the bit gets interrupted by Koichi's house getting repossessed. <laughs> yeah, Koichi's been talking to us from his uh, well-furnished study that has foreclosure signs all over it. Uh -huh. And people come in, take the desk he's sitting at, and just walk out with it. And then they go for the chair. <laughs> hey, old man, old man, you're in the way. Would you mind leaving? Uh, of course, my apologies. <laughs> this sad old Koichi. Um... Koichi, BT's friend, not Koichi, part four, if yeah. you haven't been listening from episode 45. <laughs> um, so, Koichi takes whatever, the one box that he has and steps out, and, and then here comes BT, almost murdering him. Yeah, ripping through in, a, like, a Rolls Royce, almost hitting his friend. Yo, Koichi, I'm here to help you move. Is that all your luggage? BT! Ah, oh, these fucking eras, man. Mm -hmm. We will never escape these the, eras. I like the artwork here is super legit, man. Like, no, Pazuka, like, is a phenomenal artist. Right, but I mean, like, if you could have told me that Araki did this, and I would have not thought twice about it, honestly. Mm. <laughs> like, there's uh, a certain what is it like sketchiness to hear that it like it's more pazooka style like Araki yeah. is very much into his refined like oh yeah almost maybe i mean more like you know 90s Araki, not yeah not no. now. yeah yeah i i get like this rocky could have made this at some point in time yeah um and the care that all these jojo artifacts are drawn like it looks ripped straight out of the book mm -hmm. the eerie freckled old geezer incident I see you've added to your collection again. You know, hoarding is generally frowned upon, right? Well, excuse me. If I wanted to liquidate my assets, I would just fall for a scam. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's hear it. What exactly did my best friend do to get his property taken, hmm? And then cut to uh, Koichi getting roped up in a real estate scam. <laughs> I'll, I'll be the, the lady here. Okay. Oh my, you're a very lucky man, Sensei. Leave everything to our company, the Outlaw Guys. <laughs> I love that we read uh, Outlaw Men, Outlaw, Outlaw Man, just in time for that reference. Yep. And your retirement's basically in the bag. 
How does mutual funds sound? Futures contracts. We can even get you an insurance plan starting now. Let's talk foreign exchange and individual savings accounts, cryptocurrency investment, next generation sustainable DX energy that's being recommended by celebrities and IT CEOs alike. We all know you're living past 100, so we'll do everything in our power to support your life after retirement. <laughs> oh, please, quit while you're ahead. I'm not the type of old man who'd accept too good to be true offers. No, you're just the type of old man who'd carelessly let strangers into his home. Did they look like your son who left for the city 13 years ago or something? I beg your pardon, Sensei, but you live in such a magnificent home. How many years do you have left on your mortgage? Hmm, no need to underestimate me. I've already paid it off. Very generous of you to teach them about solvency, old man. By the way, what's up with the sensei? They were actually both big fans of my work, particularly something I wrote when I was 35. See, it's a novel based <laughs> off you, remember? I even had young Rohan Kashibe draw the cover for me. There's, okay. a, there's yeah. a lot happening here. Yeah, That's, okay, um... so... This kind of confirms, I'm guessing, with the Rocky's bl uh, blessing that BT and Joge take place in the same universe. Or at least yeah. the original JoJo universe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and the cover of this fake BT cover is the cover of Pink Dark Boy, uh, Rohan's actual manga. Mm -hmm. um, and the, the it's a novel that captures reality byline for this is something he said about, like, was said about Rohan's work. Yeah, it's this. This eats its own ass so hard. It's great. Uh huh. So they did research on a thirty-seven-year-old novel. They're a lot more sinister than I thought. As expensive as expected of Sensei, I didn't realize it was such a historic house. No wonder everything seems like it's on the verge of falling apart. The floors are creaking. The house is shaking. If a fire broke out, this whole place would burn to the ground. In fact. I wouldn't be surprised if it was violating the Building Standards Act. Shh! Be careful what you say. What if Sensei ends up getting arrested? <laughs> Koichi sweating. <laughs> bah! Making the client anxious is a petty common trick, but I gotta hand it to them for being thorough. Why are you complimenting them, BT? And aren't you going a little too fast? Cars are vehicles that are meant to go fast. If you want to take it easy, take a bus meant for old people. <laughs> like, the the way this moves is gorgeous. Like, uh -huh. it's fucking snappy. Oh, BT is, like, swerving all over the road, hitting cars, just being an asshole. It's mm -hmm. great. Oh, I know. There is one product I definitely recommend. Something that would be a perfect fit for you, Sensei. A second house for your post-retirement life. We'd especially like to introduce you to a single-family villa with a garden attached. This, is, this estate is located in the suburbs of Morio, a bedroom community in S-City. What is a bedroom community? Um... Andy, that's a, that's a great question. <laughs> To Google. Uh, a residential suburb inhabited largely by people who commute to a nearby city for work. Oh, so that's like where where you I grew up and where you grew up and 
Yeah, yeah, like so. Uh, if you grew up outside of New York, you lived yeah. in a bedroom community. <laughs> Especially if you lived in Philadelphia. <laughs> yep. <laughs> anyway, oh. mm-hmm. it's fully furnished and ready for you to move in tomorrow. All this for a mere seventy million yen. What seventy million yen? You've got to be joking. Where am I supposed to get that kind of money? What do you mean? You're a celebrity, Sensei. As a successful author, you're obligated to make big purchases in order to inspire your readers. If you're short on cash right now, you can use this house as collateral. We'll lend you as much as you want with minimal interest. Think about it. When your grandkids get married, you'll want to have a house that can accommodate them the next time they visit, right? There's absolutely nothing more miserable than being alone at an old age. Ta-da! <laughs> Koichi uh, signs and seals it. Uh, there's a lot of the use of Dongyan, the, the sound effect that um, opens JoJo, and that Funny Valentine uses when he's doing uh, D4C in this, because it's fucking magician shit. Yeah, Ta-da. and BT is a magician. Also, we mm-hmm. got another we got another reference on the next page. Uh, we got oh. we got we got Stray Cat on the dashboard. <laughs> Dude, you know how much I would kill for like a solar powered Stray Cat like little dash toy. Oh that, like, my dances. god! <laughs> <laughs> like Medico, stop what you're doing. Stop making horses. Yeah. Like make a cheap plastic. Making these horses that nobody's gonna buy. That no I, one may- I maybe would have. I maybe would have bought those horses like six years ago. But not anymore, dude. The spark, like, I think the spark in both of us for Joj's SAS statues has sort of burned to, like, the stuff that we have. Yeah. I have more than enough. Yeah, I'm I'm good. Uh, There's nothing ta-da about that. Seems like they screwed you over, huh? Did you learn nothing by being by my side these past 60 years? You don't have to lecture me. I know I've been a fool. But my grandkids, what about my grandkids? I get the picture. No need to say any more. You've been inflicted with a massive amount of interest-bearing debt. And as a result, they've seized your first house as collateral, right? Not only that, but my life savings and pension as well. They even robbed me of my late wife's inheritance. My son and his wife, as well as my grandchildren, were so dumbfounded, they stopped contacting me altogether. It's been quite a cool shock to be blocked by my family. (laughs) (laughs) Cool shock. Kill me! (laughs) Also, uh, like, BT looks so cool smoking. Oh, yeah. This man was born to be a chain smoker. (laughs) (laughs) Like a 60-year-old chain-smoking, like, dickhole. (laughs) I guess that's what happens when you don't give them New Year's gifts. I forgot that they give New Year's gifts in Japan. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I guess so. Now all I have left is a villa with zero family ties. Just a single-family home with a garden attached. And they pull up, and it is a hovel falling into itself surrounded by crows i I love how these crows are drawn because it's just like two brush strokes with a ragged brush Mm -hmm. oh beautiful nice house you'll invite me right 
to the Halloween party? <laughs> BT, what's going on? I toured this place beforehand. It looked perfectly fine then. Why did it turn into a, ma a ghost mansion? Ghost Mansion it can also be found in uh, Dead uh, Dead Man's Question, the story mm. featuring uh, Kira that we covered maybe three years ago. <laughs> it's a simple trick, Koichi. During the tour, you were shown an entirely different house. A different house? That's impossible. I was at this exact address. Like I said, it's a trick. A magic trick. One that involves swapping objects. These con artists showed you a different place during the house tour. The location is the same, but they swapped the villa with a different one. This is fucking ridiculous. But, like, <laughs> does, can happen. This is yeah. a thing that happens. Wait, really? The, the whole house moving thing? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. They swapped uh, the villa with a different one? BT, we're not talking about playing cards or coins. You can't just swap an entire house. Prior to my retirement, I once imported an old castle from South America. Compared to that, relocating a house is a single day's work. It's an equivalent exchange between two houses, so to speak. Look, there are traces of railroad tracks here. They call this structure relocation. The entire house is essentially lifted with a jack and carried elsewhere. Looks like the tracks lead to some coastal resort spot with actual villas. See here? It's where the famous Boyoyong Cape is. There are a lot of conveniently empty houses there. After yeah, the so house... in, case, uh, in case it didn't click for you, this, this villa is located right near uh, Yukiko's house. Yeah, and was so named because uh, Koichi did the old uh, Echoes Act 2 for the mm -hmm. Boyoyong sound effect. Oh, yeah. I, I'm looking at a video where they just have a house doing this. Oh, my it, fucking God, dude. Yeah, like, shit actually happens where they jack up a house, put it on a flatbed, drive it somewhere else, and then just drop it. God bless. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, after the house tour is over, they move the houses back to the original locations. It's a simple trick, but it creates an impossible crime and is pretty cheap to pull off. And that, my friend, is how a kind old man was scammed into having a terrible debt of 70 million yen. <laughs> so, I assume you've told the police about it, right? I did, but they didn't want to deal with it. It was a legitimate contract, after all. The main culprits have long since gone into hiding. Bene. Bene? How on earth is it Bene, BT? It's Bene, all right. The police aren't willing to act on this, which means we can handle it ourselves. <laughs> Scratches his ear. It, this is literally just like the conceit of every Scooby-Doo movie where they're retired, but they need to get the bank, the gang back together for yes. one last case. <laughs> this was a brilliant way. Like... A tight 60 pages for this. Beautiful. There are times when BT rubs his ear. It's a habit of his. When he does it, it means he's thinking about doing something with zero constraint or conscience. And besides, I'm your best friend. There's no way I'll let you have a lonely retirement. I'll make them pay. Pay what they deserve. <laughs> 
takes a selfie. Yeah, and Pichu has a fucking selfie stick. <laughs> uh, I love how the selfie has, like, the arrows on it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, back at this loan shark office. Uh, um, there's a lot of uh, babbling. I'll the, yeah. I'll do the ones on the right. You do the ones on the left. Okay. Yes, yes, sir. That's right. Thank you very much, sir. We guarantee proper investment in the assets you've entrusted to us. Only you are responsible for your financial losses. However, there is a way for you to completely wipe your debt. To do this, you'll need to open an account with us first. You've been selected to receive this special offer. We've been trying to reach you for several days. This is John from Dealer's Services. <laughs> That's what it is. That's what it is. What even is dealer services? What is it? I, I Google call screening. I never hear those. <laughs> You've been selected to receive this special offer as a result of our careful screening process. You're 100% guaranteed to make a profit, but you will have to make a decision now or you'll miss out on the gold rush. If you let our company handle it, we'll be able to minimize compensation. But before that, we'll need to negotiate with their lawyer. Um, oh, yeah, uh, these goons the again. Yeah, the girl is wearing a hat that's uh, Echo's Act 3. Oh, yeah, it sure is. And this other girl is wearing Yukiko's school uniform. Oh, she sure is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it looks like the other girl has a chocobo on the back of her hoodie. That says Dangar. Yeah, it says Dangar. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. I don't know if that's a reference to anything. Like, is uh, that a Chocobo? I... It might just be a big chicken. Who's to say? Yeah. <sighs> Why are these old people so gullible? How long, how, how have they lived this long despite being so stupid? I mean, they're just trying to save up money for us grandkids, right? As a token of our gratitude, we're providing their lives with some excitement so they don't go senile. Oh, you you do the boss. <laughs> Oi! You guys, don't talk shit about the elderly. Huh, yes, sir. Sorry, boss! Old people are national treasures. Scam them with respect! This is... This guy is drawn just like Diablo from Part 5. Mm-hmm. It's, it's gorgeous. Hey, you guys. See this house? Weren't you the ones who sold it? <laughs> this, and, this this drawing of Koichi in this, like, like fake YouTube video they made, it, he looks like a Dr. Slump character. <laughs> yeah, he really does. Um, by the way, they're watching J-Tube, I want yeah. you to know. <laughs> they're watching J-Tube. <laughs> What? <laughs> and Koichi is dressed to the nines, holding priceless jewels and artifacts. 100 million yen worth of diamonds. <laughs> My goodness, just color me surprised. I knew I struck gold when I bought this cheap retro style house, but I wasn't expecting the furniture in it to contain tons of antique jewelry. I'm not hurting on cash at the moment, so thinking about donating and summoning it to charity. <laughs> uh, BT, are you sure it's all right to release this video to the public? It's kind of scary just how many views it's getting. <gasps> scary? Are you kidding? This is so much fun. Oh, 
Of course, the jewels weren't actually found in this decrepit house. To learn more about where they came from, check out the Dinosaur Fossil Thief Incident. The statute of limitations has expired. Uh, that is chapter four of the original run of BT. Thank God. From Damascus rugs to Rococo-style drawers. <laughs> that woman really does work day in and day out. Um... The woman that BT is referring to is his wife, who currently lives in England. They used to co-own a trading company together as both a business and a hobby, but she's been the sole CEO ever since BT retired. Even, uh, that's just well, Koichi. Even back then, I couldn't understand how a couple could live across the border from each other, on opposite sides of the world. And now that my family is on the verge of collapse, I understand it even less! Ring, ring, ring! Alarm. Burr. Drug time. <laughs> I love that BT has an Apple Watch so he can know when to take his oriental medicine. <laughs> I don't know if I can say that anymore. <laughs> I see that pop up, that word pop up in a lot of Japanese media. Like, okay. modern Japanese media. It's very weird, right? <laughs> yeah, it feels gross in the... Like, it's on the page. Yeah, it's on the page. BT! Isn't that oriental medicine? Russell, Russell. Because it's the medicine that Dio gave George. Like, it's the oh, same Oh, yeah! Fuck, fuck! It's the yeah. same shape of the paper and everything. Fuck! Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a motherfucking JoJo reference, goddammit! It's it. a motherfucking JoJo reference. Mm-hmm. It's from London. I had it sent with the furniture. So it's um, not just using an outdated racist term. It's an outdated racist term in reference to an even to an older out- uh, manga outdated. that was using the outdated racist term. I don't know if any of it makes it okay, but it's at least funny. <laughs> yes, at least funny. <laughs> I'm still very careful about my health. I plan to live till 183 after all. Uh, that's really long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, this is the robot from Meet Virginia. God damn it, it is! <laughs> Fuck! It's so good, dude. Ah, here come the hyenas. As they say, if you can't pursue them, make them pursue you. I heard them from one of the Joskes. <laughs> Koichi, look! That's the latest electric car model. You think they bought it with your 70 million? It's an autonomous vehicle that can self-drive, automatically brake, and is environmentally friendly to boot. Owning a car that safe doesn't sound remotely fun, though. You told me to look, but how are you able to determine its make and model from this distance? (laughs) Magicians have good eyes. Now then, let's hurry up and get ready. You should get dressed, too. Uh, oh... BT is a former drama club member, and even now he still does volunteer performances at child welfare facilities. The outfit he's putting on is stage clothing. I I find it hard to believe that BT does magic tricks for sick kids. Like, <laughs> I, I want to believe that he does because he hates adults. Like, right. He hates cops, but I think he still likes kids. And, like, one of the chapters back then, he was a drama club member. Like, this is continuity. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I'll even be able to pull this off. I'm not nearly as good an actor as you. Uh, cut to BT wearing all of his jewels, including the Redstone of Asia and a fancy, uh, I guess, like, leopard skin jacket. 
Leopard he looks fur. like he looks like Homer in that one uh, Simpsons episode where he's covered in gold. <laughs> uh, let's see. Whoa! I made out like a bandit buying this house, didn't I? Thanks to you guys, I'm finally living a lavish and comfortable retirement. There's even talks about me getting remarried to a beautiful model who's 25 years younger than me. <laughs> We're so happy to hear that. <laughs> now, now, Mr. Mugikari. In light of your success, we'd like to offer you an even better estate. Please allow us to take this property off your heads for a bit, furniture and all. Now, now, we can talk about too good to be true offers later. Let's have some tea first, shall we? Ring, ring. <laughs> E.T. looks great in a butler outfit. Jesus Christ. Sorry to keep you waiting, Master Mugikari. Today's tea is fair trade Darjeeling, served on hunting scene by Wedgwood. Please enjoy. Uh, this is the tea set that Mrs. Ka uh, Kawajiri had in part four. Uh, good, 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 good. Where are we? Whoops. Uh, right wet, oh, wedge, wedge. <laughs> what? Yeah, he's trying to say Wedgwood. Oh, well, right, you right. You have a butler? How on earth are you this rich? Do you have any idea how much the boss punished us? God damn it. Don't mind if I do. A quick, uh, um, oingo boingo. Yeah, a quick drawing. thoth rendering. Yeah. Like, this looks great. It looks like it was just done with one ballpoint. Like... <laughs> I like Beautiful. the detail of the skull and crossbones, like, looking at them terrified. Like, mm -hmm. the skull and crossbones is scared. <laughs> yeah. Oh, great. Um, and the guy collapses to the, uh, smashes into the table. Yeah. Yeah. Whoops. The young man ended up going down, though it hardly matters which one. Um, BT is polishing Anubis here. Hey, wait, what's with the knife? Just holding it for no particular reason. I'll be done with it soon enough. <laughs> uh, the lady just starts to lose her mind. By the way, the poison I gave him is called tetrodotoxin. Symptoms include cardiac pain, swollen fingers, and uncontrollable coughing. My grandmother's a big fan of blowfish, you see. If you want the antidote, you're going to have to tell us where your hideout is, as well as the name and identity of your boss. Only then will your lives be spared. Those injuries were caused by your boss, right? If that's the case, there's no reason for you to protect him. Continues to polish rusted Anubis. <laughs> Don't fucking bullshit me, you old fart. Old fart. Let's get one thing straight. Psychologically speaking, I'm on a completely different level than you. I am a knight, and you are mere peasants. And as such, you will address me with respect. BT watches Rick and Morty. Like... BT definitely watches Rick and Morty. Just wanted to uh, put that BT out there. was a guest writer. <laughs> here, give me, give me your best line read here. Oh my god! There it is. As a side note, what BT just put in his tea was sleeping pills, which were prescribed to me. It's not tetrodotoxin or oriental medicine. According to BT, mixing poison with premium tea leaves would be such a waste. <laughs> 
<laughs> he just put melatonin in the tea. <laughs> yeah, he just really got really mellow and freaked out. <laughs> Those two are late. I wonder how much money they'll get out of him. Uh, a rhino beetle. Oh, hey, look, he's reading Cool Shock BT. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's reading Cool Shock BT, and he has his feet on a sheet of prime numbers. Uh-huh. There are two minutes left before we evacuate this place. We'll have to leave those two behind. Eh? But why, boss? Why? Are you guys incapable of doing anything without a reason? There's no time for explanations or reprimanding. No way. Understood. Right away, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Smash! <laughs> great, great page turn. BT yeah. fucking drives right through the goddamn building, mm. all over the desks. <laughs> yeah, this, they're on the second floor. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear, I seem to have made a mistake. I must have mixed up the brakes with the gas pedal. You probably should call the police if you even can. That is. I knew you'd try to hit me with a car again. It was an ambulance 60 years ago. You haven't changed one bit, Cool Shock BT. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll, we'll get to who this guy is. Yeah. <laughs> Do I know you? I can't recall ever meeting you. Not even remotely. Then take... Then I take back what I said. Your brain's turned to mush from old age. They ought to pull the plug on you because your memory's gone to shit. <laughs> Quit acting like you're some big shot ripple warrior. Shut up! Shut up, ripple warrior. All I had to do was frighten your underling, and she told me everything. What is the guy doing in the background here? <laughs> He's like That's playing old... air guitar. Like fucking cars playing air guitar. <laughs> That's the only thing she was good for, after all. Uh, you want to read this Koichi blurb? That was another one of BT's bluffs. You could try threatening that woman or read her mind, but she absolutely did not reveal any information about the organization. That's how much she feared her boss. So then, how did BT find out where the hideout was located? The solution to that mystery will come later. Underling. I don't have anyone like that. The only thing I own are slaves. And here we go. This is the weird freckled boy from uh -huh. Chapter 6 of Cool Shock BT yep. 60 years ago. <laughs> and, like, this is a amazing Iraqi period drawing by Pazuka. Like, yeah. this just looks like 40 years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, BT loves this. The, the wrinkles on BT's face are crazy. And sometimes it looks like he's got, like, weird facial hair. Like, it's hard to describe. Mm -hmm. it, that's that's a, a stylistic thing that Pazooka does. Like, yeah. it could imply, like, weird mutton chops or it's just old age. But, like, it has the effect. It's... Because the, the freckled kid has fine wrinkles. He doesn't look so much like a freak. No. He's just bald as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, what could I do for you, Mr. BT? I was just on my way out the door, so make it snappy. Don't you dare play dumb! That's right, it's Muda Muda. It's useless. <laughs> You've robbed my friend of his home, and I've come to take it back. Ah, yes, yes, of course. I'll give it back to him right away. Sorry to keep you waiting. 
Oh dear! It seems that house has already been sold! I believe it was for about 7 million yen! Oh my god. I, oh. This is the thing, like, how much, like, popular Japanese media has to do with real estate and or real estate scams. Like... Yeah. <laughs> But the entirety of Yakuza so Zero was about was a real about, estate scam. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, like, real estate is so huge over there and, all, like, present in the mind of everybody. It's like, yeah. oh, okay. I guess it's um, a pretty small country, so maybe it's, like, a cultural thing that people are very high-strung about real estate. Yeah, very, like, especially in the cities, like, who owns what land. Yeah. Also, 7 million yen is 60 grand. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Seven million yen. My house, only that much. Mm. BT doesn't like this. Ah, shit happens, I suppose. Uh, by the way, Mr. BT, how would you like to make a small bet with me? If I lose, I'll buy the house back. I still have the contract, after all. But if I win, how about this? You'll have to give me that vintage car over there. What do you say, are you in? It'll just be like 60 years ago. Unless you're afraid of losing. BT, don't do it. This guy's definitely up to something. Ugh, what a pain. But I accept. This is the but I refuse. Uh, yes. Yeah, yes. The, this is the Daga Kotua. <laughs> is that, is that, was that on the wiki? Did I get that yes. right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Cool. Yeah, because it, it's drawn like Rohan's face too. It's nailed it. Yeah. I knew this would happen. It always does. BT will never back down from a bet. Now, tell me what the rules are. Good. And in my hand is a pouch filled to the brim with coins. Couldn't tell you how many there are other than their total... Couldn't tell you how many there are or their total worth. We're going to gamble by scattering these coins across these tables. Will there be more heads or more tails? In order to win, you'll have to guess that correctly. The tables will be slanted like this, and any coins that fall off don't count. Sounds like fun, doesn't it? I want to inspect the coins. By all means. Starts rifling through this bag of change. <laughs> Why did you get so many coins to begin with? Did you ransack a vending machine? Commit charity fraud? Of course not. That respectful old lady from the candy store gave them to me. All I did was mention that her reputable grandson may have knocked up a teenage girl. And she started frantically running all over the place, harvesting money for me. And uh, Shigechi... It's Shigechi. Yeah. Harvesting money. It's draw he's drawn like Shigechi here for sure. Yep. And mm -hmm. I wanna say that Koichi's design here is a reference to something, but I can't it's very it looks very specific, but I can't yeah, put my doesn't finger look like on this it. Was drawn on accident. Yeah. Um it, is it drawn like either uh Okuyasu or Josuke in the moment? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. You you old geezer. If that's where they truly came from, I'll trust the coins aren't counterfeit. But I'm not completely satisfied with the rules you've laid out. How about we decide the winner based on the difference between heads and tails? Will the difference be an odd number or an even number? That's what we're betting on. For example, if the difference is six or eight, then it means the even number wins. If it's five or seven, then the odd number wins. This is just reminding me that, like, BT is almost kind of like proto Yu-Gi-Oh!, and yes. I mean, I mean, like the original Yu-Gi-Oh, mm -hmm. not not the, the death gamble games. Yeah, the death gambling Yu-Gi-Oh. That's like BT ha has a lot in common with it. Yeah, and that DNA is spread to so many things, like fucking 
You could trace Squid Game back to BT if you wanted to. Yeah, there's not that many degrees of separation there. Mm-mm. Good. Let's go with those rules then, but I get to choose first. I'll bet it's an even number. Then I'll go with odd. I'd rather bet on bizarre odds. Put one in the jar. Put one in the fucking jar. (laughs) (laughs) The word, the kanji for odd here, or like, like is the same as like kimyo. Yeah. The the bizarre as well. Over unexpected evens. (laughs) Koichi, I'll leave the coin tossing to you. As the dealer, you can make sure he doesn't cheat. Heads. Tails, odds, evens, wickedness, eeriness. <laughs> Open the game! <laughs> Thank you, Darby. <laughs> and it's like, we've glossed over it because it, it f- like flows so fast. All of this has been drawn beautifully. Oh, yeah. Like, like this is flawless. <laughs> I love this. God. Okay. Um, I'm not going to read this. Uh-huh. Uh, if the different, it's the difference between the odds and, uh, between the heads and tails. If the number is odd, BT wins. If the number is even, uh, Freckle Kid wins. That's it. Yep. <sighs> this is because uh. in his hand, BT is planting a coin the pick that he pickpocketed. This is the reason he changed the rules from guessing the amount of heads or tails to guessing their difference. Even if the difference ends up being even, by simply placing one extra coin on the table, BT can ensure the difference would be odd. Adding one to an even number will always result in an odd. And yet, this guy wanted to prevent cheating. What a scoundrel. Of course, the key to this trick is BT's magician vision. In an instant, he is able to count all of the coins on the table. A senior opponent who has to wear reading glasses would never be able to pull this off. However, the old (laughs) geezer also had a coin in the palm of his hand. He had already pocketed it as soon as he took the pouch out of the safe. He had baited BT into cheating all along. This way, he wouldn't even need to know the exact number of coins at the table. All he had to do was keep a watchful eye on BT's movements. If BT moves at all, the number of coins is even. If he doesn't move, then it's odd. The geezer would need to just add one more coin and victory would be his. I love it's still so convoluted and stupid. Uh-huh. Uh, BT, BT taps the table. He moved. That means it was originally an even number, but now it's odd. Deceiving people is your forte, but trying to deceive me is out of the question, BT. I've made it even again. This is payback for 60 years ago. And they're counting the the, the coins. <laughs> I win. Part three is over. How do you like them apples, BT? Oh, <laughs> uh, part and one is BT the Wicked Boy, the one shot. Part two is Cool Shock BT. Part three is Cool Shock Old BT. <laughs> and here we go. Um, this is the heat vision from uh, the yes, F-Zero yes, game. yes, yes. Heads, tails, heads, tails, heads, <laughs> tails, tails, tails. Oh. oh! Something wrong? It seems my ability to count isn't quite what it used to be. Ah, well. Beep, 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 beep. Anyways, I believe it's time for my medicine. Sorry to ask this of you, but could you spare some water? Oh, how could it be odd? What did you do, BT? Prepare to die! Pulls Pulls out out a fucking cane sword. And then another car comes driving through the building. Ending this man's life. <laughs> yeah, mulching this guy for the second time. 
This is the truth behind how BT was able to locate their hideout. All I had to do was look through the navigation history on the futuristic car the two underlings were driving. For those of you who go to questionable places, I'd suggest being more cautious. <laughs> Acceleration time. <laughs> uh, oh. The self-driving feature is pretty handy, isn't it? I hacked it so that it could target humans. Since it's Senior Citizen's Day, I'll show him mercy by sending him and his slaves to the police hospital with this car. By the way, Koichi, I'm glad you caught on to my idea without a signal. Of course, I knew what you were thinking. I've been by your side for the past 60 years, watching over you. <laughs> you can have the reveal. And now, for the final reveal... It's true that BT had added an extra coin to the table. The old geezer was aware of this by, and retaliated by placing his own. However, after both of them had made their move, I had quietly placed my own coin on the table. A coin that I had taken out of the pouch right before the toss. I'm an amateur when it comes to sleight of hand, but the old geezer was so focused on BT that he never even noticed. <laughs> Koichi, the motherfucker. <laughs> Aha! I found the contract in the safe. With this, you'll be able to get your house back. It may take some time, however. Oh, well, until then, I can stay at my son and his wife's place, so it'll be sort of awkward. Perish the thought. You're staying at my place. I'm sure my grandma will be pleased to see you. She's like 160. <laughs> yeah. Seems my tire's been brutally stabbed. I suppose we'll have to walk to the station. Walk! Are you serious? From the middle of the mountains? Why not? It'll be like summer camp. And please don't say we should call a taxi or something. Even if our hairs go gray or our skin becomes wrinkled, we'll always be kids at heart. Uh, BT, where'd you get that wallet? Uh, I was in the safe where I found the contract. I just went ahead and took it. Just think of it as a consolation fee and bill for the flat tire. Now let's go get some candy to go with our sake and go home. BT, you scoundrel! Even in his old age, he's still BT, the wicked boy, and my best friend. We'll meet again! No matter how many years go by, their friendship is unbreakable. So that took the whole episode to get through, huh? I... I enjoyed it though. Like we'll I, we'll get back to our stuff next week, but this was a very special episode. Yeah, I loved this. Man, loved it. I am so impressed at the quality of this one shot. Like uh -huh. it treated JoJo like not just with reverence, but like it was it was able to take the piss. Oh, <laughs> like, it took the piss. And just the fact that something this old and obscure got such a such a great follow-up with yeah. such love put into it. Like, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. It Out of nowhere. Like, I wonder how they scouted these people to do this or if they volunteered. Cause like, I mean, there's got to be, like, these guys. I mean, I feel like a lot of manga have to be big fucking Iraqi marks. Mm -hmm. Especially for this manga, old shit that was never yeah. released in English, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh, man. I wonder if this one-shot is a thing that gets BT re like released in English. Oh, my God. I would I would read a monthly series about old BT and Koichi. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that seems so much fun. Yeah. And make a, make a Jejonium that's just, like, all of BT. I mean, we've been saying that. Like, we need uh, a Rocky, uh, you know, like, a Rocky Anthology. Obscurities collection you know 
yeah, like the Iraqi vault. Like, start off with Outlaw Man, uh, and <laughs> end with Gorgeous Irene. They're doing one for uh, Toriyama. They're doing a hardcover for Toriyama's Manga Theater, I believe it's called. Oh, really? Which is just like a bunch of one-shots that he did that uh, Viz is releasing. They should definitely oh, do cool. something like that for Araki, for sure. I, I think there's an audience, like, Araki and JoJo are such, like, a, a like a mainstream... Like, JoJo's mainstream name. Maybe people don't know, like, Araki. But if you put on the cover in big letters, like, from the creator of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and made it, like, a nice hardcover and, like, yeah. like, 25 bucks, I feel like that would sell Viz. You, this bow, uh, Gorgeous oh, yeah, Irene... Bow. Yeah. Um, Thick book. Yeah, nice thick book with those three, and then and then uh, outlaw outlaw boy and um, <laughs> poker under fire could fit in there. Those are real short. Jesus and I Christ, meet Virginia. Meet, yeah, I guess you can put meet Virginia in there and the uh, the <laughs> the Winchester Horror House <laughs> and Typhoid Mary. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Now we're just like pipe dreams. Like this yeah. is the stuff. I we've always been on that BT is Rocky's best pre joge work by mm-hmm. by like a lot. It was the most well developed and had like the strongest, I guess, voice to it. Mm-hmm. Like BT is a great character and he fits right in in the modern era. Right, like, like this just take place. This just takes place in Morio. <laughs> yeah, God. I, I want to know more about uh, BT's weird wife. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> he like married. Uh, he I, he must have married rich. Like he must have like you know. <laughs> do you marry Lisa Lisa? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. A plus. If you heard this and liked any of it, like go go out read this. Go back and read the original BT chapters. Like. You will find something to enjoy. They're funny. Mm-hmm. They're like well written. The art like is basically just Phantom Blood, and yeah. Phantom Blood has its charm. Yeah. Um, and this yeah. was just basically a big love letter to all of Araki's work, and it was very fun. I'm glad it exists, and yeah. <laughs> very much looking forward to the new the new Joe spinoff manga. Who who was doing the Joe spinoff manga? Um, Joe spinoff manga whole horse uh it's someone famous uh oh writer kohei kadano i think is one of these the tokyo ghoul guy no uh suzuka oh it's the guy so the um i keep wanting to say drawer the artist (laughs) Uh, is the guy who's done No Guns Life, which was a really cool right. series. And the writer... Oh, the writer is the guy who's done uh, Boogie Pop Phantom. Um, and a lot of a lot of light novels. Holy shit. Um, Boogie oh, Pop he, he's the guy that did Purple Haze Feedback. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, so that's in good hands then. Yeah, he'll be uh, completely fine. Mm-hmm interested what it's gonna look like look like because uh no guns life is a very modern looking manga yeah huh all right so catch us when we'll read that next week we'll get back to uh our uh, slow plod through jajolian and our lightning quick read of dragon ball
light, uh, lightning quick just on its very nature as being lightly quick. <laughs> Light, mm-hmm. Lightning quick, rather. But thank yeah. you very much for joining us for another episode of What a Beautiful Podcast. I hope you enjoyed our our reuniting with our friend BT. Uh, <laughs> Jack's going to tell you where you can find us, where you can listen to the old BT episodes. Thank you, everybody, for listening. You can find us on Twitter at JoJo underscore cast. Uh, you can find links to the show on SoundCloud. You can find our Spotify. You can find our RSS feed. Plug that into whatever your podcast app of choice is. Uh, scroll all the way to the bottom and work your way up until you start seeing BT in the chapter titles. And start from there, maybe. You're not going to miss much. <laughs> you can pretty much start wherever. Yeah. Or better yet, go actually read the manga. (laughs) You don't need to hear us jaw about it in 2018. Oof. But again, thanks everybody. We will catch you next week. Thanks guys. Take care. Bye. Bye.